After admonishing his hearers to listen carefully to the master's instructions, attending to them with the ear of the heart, St. Benedict writes in the opening lines of the rule of St. Benedict, This is advice from a father who loves you. Welcome it and faithfully put it into practice. The labor of obedience will bring you back to this from whom you have drifted through your sloth of disobedience. We know well the elements of temptation and sin which allure us and which attract us, fighting all the while that we might turn our heart, ears, thoughts, and actions from God against God and one another. Usually involved in this dynamic of temptation and sin, we find disobedience, pride, a cold, hard-hearted heart, unforgiveness, record-keeping and tally sheets, envy, deceit, basking in hurt, be it real or imagined, and victimization. All of these are sown in and they flourish in darkness, far removed from the light of day and the light of Christ, who has come into the world that we might have life and might have our sins forgiven. This darkness brings nothing but death. This is the plan of the evil one for us, that we live in darkness, that we consent to temptation, that we sin and in so doing turn further and further from God. Is it not your experience that after committing sin and growing rather comfortable with it at times, especially with the same sin over and over or time and time again, that we begin to imagine, how can God possibly forgive me? Here I am again. We can almost see the evil one, he who is the father of lies, that prince of darkness, wringing his cloven-footed hand-like appendages thinking to himself, a little more, and I will have turned them from God. Rather than give in to and accept this type of thinking, St. Benedict charges us in chapter 4 of his rule to never lose hope in God's mercy, and again in the prologue, to see how the Lord in his love shows us the way of life. About two weeks ago, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, preached a retreat for some 6,000 priests from throughout the world as part of the Jubilee Year of Mercy for priests. He reminded the priests that the, whole, that the vehicle of God's mercy and forgiveness is indeed our sinfulness. For it is through our sinfulness that we realize our need for God's loving, tender, 
life-giving mercy and forgiveness. How true what we sing at the Easter Vigil in the holy night of the Lord's resurrection when the deacon or priest sings the Easter proclamation, this is the night when Christ broke the prison bars of death and rose victoriously from the underworld. Our birth would have been no gain had we not been redeemed. O wonder of your humble care for us, O love, O charity beyond all telling, to ransom a slave you gave away your son. O truly necessary sin of Adam, destroyed completely by the death of Christ, O happy fault that earned so great, so glorious a Redeemer. God's mercy, our Holy Father told the priests on retreat, enables us to recover our true identity and our image as beloved sons and daughters, being ever more conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, the Father's beloved Son. Mercy and the forgiveness of our sins points to the truth of our God-given dignity, which to the master of lies and deceit cannot snatch away. It reminds us that God always forgives us, no matter the sin, its gravity, or how many times we sin. King David, whom the Lord God chose, blessed, and established, spurned the Lord and did evil in his sight, committing lust, deceit, disobedience, adultery, betrayal, and murder. At the Lord's bidding, the prophet Nathan assured him, The Lord on his part has forgiven your sins, and so does God with us. He forgives us our sins, enfolding us in his merciful embrace always. Sinners that we are, we sit in table fellowship with the Lord and with one another. There are those who would say, if only he would know what sort of person this is sitting with him at table and touching him. They're sinners, all of them. God knows. He knows well. Yet he touches us, touches us to forgive, to embrace, to heal, to nourish, to draw us ever closer unto himself. Would that the Lord could say of us, your many sins have been forgiven because you have shown great love. Your faith has saved you. Go now in peace. And may we never lose hope in God's mercy.